Hello, and welcome to the Homegirl Podcast. I am your host, Abby Cornelius, and this is episode number eight. And we are going to talk about time management. Whether you are a sales professional or a leader, your time is valuable and often we are hair on fire, responding to emails, letting somebody else's agenda determine how we spend our day. And that is no way to live because here's what happens. You get through the day, you do what everybody else needed you to do for the day, you're exhausted and you either stay up late, work late, work into the night, cut into family time to get caught up on what you needed to do or you fall behind. And in either event, it doesn't feel good. You often find yourself not making progress on your big goals, rushing at the end to finish projects, or just feeling generally out of control and that there's a scarcity of time in your life. If you can relate to any of that, listen up, because I've got a few little hacks for you, old school time management hacks to help get you back on track. Because the truth is you can control your time there is enough time. It's just how you are choosing to spend it and who you are allowing to spend your time for you instead of you choosing how your time gets spent. So I want to remind you guys all of the old Eisenhower matrix. So you can feel free to Google it. If um, you're not driving and listening to this, you can Google Eisenhower matrix, um, or I'm going to create a free resource. There will be a link in the show notes so that you can pick up this workbook guide um, on your own. It'll be www.abbycornelius.com slash time management. You can get your free download of the Eisenhower matrix and all the other goodies I'm going to talk about today. But what the Eisenhower matrix is, it's the four block um, grid where it's basically urgent and important tasks go into one box, urgent um, and not important go in another box, and then you have not urgent, important, and not urgent, not important. And it helps you prioritize, okay, what do you need to schedule? What do you need to eliminate? What do you need to delegate? And what do you need to reduce? So in sales manager world and sales professional, a lot of our life feels like fire drills. And I put that in quadrant one, which is urgent and important, right? Somebody has a closing issue. There's a water leak in the house. You know, they need an answer by five so they can make a decision to move forward on their house. And it feels like we're in this constant, like high stress, all hands on deck type mode. And what we really need to do is reduce that tension, reduce that stress, reduce the frequency in which we're firefighting and dealing with fire drills. And we do that by scheduling our time better and spending more time in the important but not urgent section of scheduling events. Okay. So if there are things that come up frequently that are fire drills for you, especially around settlements and closing sales, give your sales team and other departments guidance on what they can do within those situations so that it's not always on you as the sales leader and also not, so if you're a sales professional, it's not always on you to have to rely on a sales manager to help make those decisions. So that's a way you can reduce it. Um, Scheduling is underrated. I see sales leaders all the time with notebooks full of to-do lists and Often stuff doesn't get done or gets overlooked or gets pushed to the last minute because they can't visually see how much stuff they have to do versus the amount of time that they have available. 
So here's my hack for that is schedule it. If it's on your to-do list, put a time block on your calendar. I don't care if it's for five minutes or 50 minutes. If it's on your to-do list, you need to identify that you have time for it and you need to hold that time sacred. Then there's delegate. So a lot of sales leaders feel like I have to have my hands in everything in order for the ship to sail. And that's not true. You need to have a few key team members that you can rely on to delegate stuff. Delegate sales meeting prep. Delegate your quarterly outing. Delegate uh, customer service reviews. Delegate backlog management. There are things that you can have members, high qualified members on your team feel empowered to take on, to take it off your plate. You do not have to be responsible for everything. And then you also have things you just need to eliminate. I'm sure there's stuff in your day-to-day that you just need to stop doing. Okay. One thing you need to stop doing is being hyper responsive. When somebody calls you and you respond right away, you're teaching them that that's how you need to be treated, that you are going to be at their beck and call, that you are going to be available 24-7, when in reality, that's not feasible in the long term. That can be a short fix for crisis situations, but you're Average day-to-day cannot be that your sales team has access to you as a leader 24-7. And as a sales professional, you need to be resourceful enough to not need your sales manager 24-7 in order to be effective at your job. I know that probably made some people uncomfortable. (laughs) So sit with that for a second. Salesperson, you do not need your sales manager 24-7 to be effective at your job. You need to become more resourceful. Sales leader, your team should be more self-reliant than needing you 24-7 in order to do their job. You have a separate job outside of their job responsibilities. You are no longer an individual contributor. You are a team leader. You need to be thinking at that next level. You need to be performing at that next level. You cannot be there to coach through every customer call, to coach through every email to answer any community drama between sales and construction and finance. Like they need to be self-sufficient, mature, resourceful adults and manage and take ownership and responsibility for their time. Just like you need to take ownership and responsibility for your time. All right. So that's the Eisenhower matrix. So that's kind of the mindset portion um, of time management is understanding that not every task is weighted the same. Not every task deserves the same amount of time and attention. Once you kind of get your mind wrapped around that and you adjust your mindset to the fact that time is not scarce, that we as individuals make time for things that are important to us. If you like to golf, you're golfing once or twice, a, uh, once a week, every other week, like you're making it a priority. If you're a health nut and a runner, I mean, running people, like they amaze me. They run really early in the morning or they run really late at night. And they're always doing these events. Like they have this magical amount of time for this thing that they love because they prioritize it. When it comes to your work, you need to be very intentional about what your priorities are. And that's what you need to ensure you're giving time to. Because at the end of the day, if you look back and be like, I didn't accomplish anything, but I was busy all day long, you've done it wrong. You've let the day win you. You have not won the day. So what you need to do, reset your mindset and then take time to get clear on your mission. I like this idea of every week heading in with like your big three goals. Now, if anybody is a This Is Us fan, you know, the big three is the triplets in the show, but I I always use the big three. What's your big three? And 
always makes me think of that show. But your big three should be the big three things that you need to accomplish for this week. And all your energy and time should go towards those big three things. That could be repositioning a community. That could be getting through successful one-on-ones and skill development with your team. That could be creating you know a better bond between sales and construction and that's my focus for this week whatever it is that's where you need to make sure majority of your time is going or you're never going to make progress on your goals they're going to sit stale so what we find is that there's two tasks fall into two different buckets in terms of like frequency right so they're cyclical which are repetitive tasks so for a sales pro that's like your follow-up that's your um your weekly email to your sales manager so on and so forth sales leader your reoccurring events are your one-on-ones with your team your weekly email to your division president your traffic reporting your backlog like these are things that you can put on your calendar as recurring events in outlook and they're just going to pop up and remind you it's time to get this task done The problem is we let cyclical stuff take over our life and we often forget to schedule linear tasks. So that's like, hey, I want to get promoted. Well, what do I need to do this month, next month, the month after that, so on and so forth and block time to do it so that I can get promoted. Okay, plan your linear. I need to open this brand new community. Well, I have to build a model. I have to um, pick exterior colors. I have to work with the marketing team on the website, like schedule those linear tasks, or you're going to miss something and linear stuff tends to be built upon. So if you miss one, you're kind of behind the eight ball. And this is where we get these hair on fire moments or community launches get pushed and all this stuff that creates stress because we didn't take the time to plan effectively. So within my time management workbook, we talk about the Eisenhower matrix. We talk about identifying what's your mission, what are your big three for the week. And we go through an exercise of weekly planning and weekly reflecting. Weekly planning is done Sunday night or Monday morning when your computer is closed and you're just brainstorming. What do I want to accomplish this week? How am I going to do that? What do I need to delegate? What do I need to not do this week to reach those goals? It's you taking that high level approach and scheduling out your week the way that you want it to work in an ideal world. Understanding fire drills are going to happen. Division managers are going to need, you know, pop in meetings. But without a plan, you're certainly going to fail. So a plan in place helps you at least ensure a certain degree of execution. And then at the end of the week, Friday afternoon, Friday night, the week's over, grab a glass of wine and ask yourself, how did it go? How was this week? What did I, what am I proud of? What did I get through? Did I hit my big three? And if I did or didn't, what would I do differently next week? And then let yourself be good with that. Let it be enough. We're learning, we're growing, we're progressing. And then Sunday night or Monday morning, you're gonna reset with your weekly planner again and reset your goals. I cannot stress to you guys enough, the work that goes into controlling your own schedule will reap reward. Imagine if you had a week where you had time for yourself, you had time for your family, you had time for your team members, you had time for your division president and the company goals, and you felt like you weren't juggling everything all the time because you knew it was on your calendar, you had the time for it, and that you made progress. Now, coming short of my time, so don't like to keep these podcasts too long, but 
I could talk about this for hours. So if you have any questions or you feel like you definitely need some support on creating your perfect week, how do you set boundaries? How do you delegate? How do you eliminate? What does that all look like? Please reach out to me. Shoot me an email, abby at abbycornelius.com. I would love to help you through this, but at a minimum, start with my free resource, abbycornelius.com slash time management. Free to you, my gift, because I love to give gifts. And hopefully you guys can find some time this week or weekend to dig through that, create your perfect week and give it a try. Hope you found this helpful. Bye for now.